What's this? Let, uh, let's, right now we're with Joseph. That's a uh, dire space. Dude, you're the man. Salt to swing, bro. Well, let me tell you something, man. Like, people be like, it's like a. You know what, man? Like, like people that aren't from Southern California, and people that are thirty years and younger, they don't yeah, understand. But I was banging at an early okay. age. And I still know all these songs. No, no, no. And what I'm saying is... Right on, man. What I'm saying is, is that everybody thinks that Chicanos were just always listening to oldies and that's it. Right. (laughs) My experience experience is everybody was listening to rock and roll. Can you picture me with longer hair? Yes, because I grew up like that. (laughs) But that's how I I grew up. I had longer hair than him. But that's how I grew up. Everybody in my neighborhood had long hair. Everybody did. Right. And everybody was going to Cal Jam 1 and Cal Jam 2 and Ted Nugent Concerts and Peter Frampton. And, and dude, everybody listened to rock and roll. There was no rap music at that time. No, there was no rap. Everybody listened to Cheap Tricks. Listen, everybody listened to A lot of rap music has classic rock elements as its beats. Sure. That Jimmy Page drum kit is what's backing a lot of shit. Molly Hatchet. That's right, baby. You know... In Nuremberg, Germany, 350,000 people, man. I, dude, I could do this for the next 10 years. At the, at the Nur- Nuremberg. What about this? What about this? Come on, man. You got to get better. Oh, yeah. Smoke on the water. No, no that's, no, that's not smoke on the water, homie. Sunshine of my love. That's, that's uh, Who is it? Clapton. The cream. It's cream, that's right. That's Clapton. That's right. That's right. Cream wasn't, uh, Clapton wasn't Clapton cream. Clapton singing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I see him in that same festival come up, and the first song he sang was Cocaine. Yeah, which, by the way, that's a cover. That Cocaine song is an old black blues. tune. Yeah, blues tune. That's yeah. right. Let's see if I can find the original of that. Foghead. Foghead. Come on. Dude, that's like nothing, man. This is like, come on, bro. What are you doing? No, I see, I see it, but I, I knew the song. Right. That's a 70s song. Do you consider my friend? Okay, what about Remember this? Rick Derringer? Hold on. Rick Derringer. What about this? Do you consider this? That's uh, Joe Walsh. David Bowie. And what band did Joe Walsh play in? Uh, hold on. I know. I know. David. James Gang. Nope. This is the Joe. James, the James Gang. He was, but he was also in the oh, Eagles. That's right, James Gang. Man, dude, I think we need to bring Joseph in on a goddamn fucking music show. Music show. Hey, what's up, Kay? You're staring right. at us. Nothing? Look. That's the kid. Let me tell you. Go ahead. People ask me, how come your grades were... Uh, why were you so easy with the grades? Well, like I was telling the brother... Unfortunately, I did a lot of extracurricular activities behind the walls, and, and um, I had a lot of isolation uh, time. And what I did, so I wouldn't go cuckoo, mm-hmm. was I read, mm-hmm. and I read, and I read. I read a lot of shit. Anything that was true. Basically. Right, that's what I like to read, true stuff. I don't like fictitious stuff. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, that's why very rarely down. I, I like Harry Potter, the movies, because of the, uh, the, the, the special effects. But I never read none of that. Uh, never read it. Uh, the only one I read of Stephen King was uh, Shawshank Redemption because somebody told me it was a good right. uh, what do you call it? What's your, I, I what's mean, your take? Did. What's your take on Shawshank Redemption? That's about prison. But That's what's about your... the, 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 
I don't lie to old lifers. Yeah. They tell me that back in the day, that was, that, that's how exactly how it was. No shit. Because sometimes I wonder, I'm like, you know, was that some bullshit or... All right, Kevin, thank you. No, that's, that's, that's pretty realistic. Actually, they, they kind of they kind of uh, watered it down because I know lifers, uh, you know, raping a, a man with nothing, you know. Really, if you didn't uh, weren't a part of somebody, mm-hmm. you, they wouldn't get that ass. Yep. Damn. That's how it used to be. That's why groups got together and gang, gangs and even started. Course, that's how it started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. What do you want to do? Come on. Let's start the show. Wait, 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 wait. Big Lep wants to weigh in on this, and then maybe Sean can hit the fucking key when it's ready. And yeah, we got some good shit for the hard luck, baby. <laughs> All right, try again, Sean. Get ready. All right, tell me when you're ready. I'm trying to coordinate this shit. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. All right, all right. Bro. Hey, I where you from? I'm from Westside. Uh, uh, uh. Your brother, basically hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Your brother, basically hard luck. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your qualified, certified, West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show, coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting on my left, my co-host is... Chumahan going American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to fucking rip shit up once again. And again. What? Remember that shit? I was living in New York at this time. Rob Bass. Man, I was in middle school trying to get laid. Let me tell you something. Huh. Now, without the voice on it. Yeah. Just the beat. Yeah. Remove all the vocals. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That sound, you would walk through New York City and in Alphabet City, and you would just hear that all over. I know. That's all you would hear, bro. I know. That fucking bass line, that thing was just playing everywhere. Bro, the hottest song in New York when it came out, bro. Hey, I said, where you from? I'm from West Side. Now, and on sound, got old blue eyes himself. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional. Come on, come on, come on. Ain't easy top. Oh, come on. They would always make hot videos. Oh, dude, come on. Hot chicks in the video. I don't know what it is, but I know I shouldn't. But I I love ZZ Top, bro. And I even got more respect for them after I watched their documentary about how they came up with that name. How they fucking... Now, I got a picture at home of Billy wearing a Supermax jacket. Huh. No shit. Yeah, he was Where friends with... Where the fuck is Super- that? He was friends with uh, Mark Fox. You should put that shit yeah, up. I know, I know, I know. I gotta find that. Right. Fuck, man. Unbelievable. Right. And we also have a very special guest. We got a sight here. Didn't he in rain? No uh, buttons to push? We have a friend here that's come to visit us. A brother. A brother that's taken a long journey. Been a journey in getting here today for this man. He's a man of knowledge. And wisdom. 
and experience. You can tell. A wealth. He came in. A wealth of knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. We would like to welcome in to the show today, yeah. Mr. Joseph Chowdhury. Yeah. What's Joe up? Cub. What's up, Mr. Joseph Chowdhury? Yeah. What's up, my brother? Yes, as I said before, really Listen, I, I said to I said to Joseph, I said, hey, what you uh, what, what what are we gonna introduce you on? Mm-hmm. And he just like dusted he off his sh- He dusted off his shoulder and just said, you know, like a Rolling Stone by Jimi Hendrix. He knew. He knew. He was well, like almost like he was waiting for you to ask him that shit. He's like, oh, he, he asked me that shit. I'm gonna tell him. He said, I said, hey, what do you want? What do you want us to play? And he said, I know. I said, hey, what? I know. Uh huh. He knew. He knew. I know. Yeah. And then, I don't know, we, we probably sat for a while and talked to Joseph just about classic rock for God Yeah, Joseph's uh, uh, black belt. Third degree. Third degree black belt on the knowledge of um, classic rock and roll. Yeah, and you guys were starting to get into it about how a lot of people think that, like, Latinos, you know what I mean, only listen to oldies and shit, but you were like, not really. I, You know what's funny, Joseph, is when you told me, like, can you imagine I had hair longer than I sometimes tell people because I from from the west side where I grew up there was a couple of neighborhoods that started off like mid city was mid city stoners those were long haired Chicanos that wore that listened to rock and roll and heavy metal and they became a neighborhood the other one was believe it or not Mara Salatrucha when those dudes first they were all about Iron Maiden and like they were like long hair, and and it became a neighborhood. But when I was young, growing up, a lot of the homies all had long hair. Man, they were listening to Peter Frampton, Led Zeppelin. It's it's different. It, it, it was back when I grew up. It was the same. People would play oldies, but people play rock. And, right, and, both. And whatever the latest rock. You gotta remember, all them people were were mainstream uh, artists at that particular time. I don't, yeah. So. Zeppelin, Hendrix. Well, Hendrix already been gone, and and, and uh, ZZ Top, barely beginning. Foghat, right. uh, uh, Frankenstein. I like Frankenstein. Edgar and Johnny Winter. Take a hey, Joseph. Take us back, man. Where you, where'd you grow up? You I grew up in the city of Stanton. And there's Stanton. a neighborhood in Stanton called Crow Village, and that's where I'm from. Crow Village. Crow Village in Stanton. Wow, man! What time? What decade are we talking? Shit! You figure I was born in '58, so I remember when they killed JFK. What was it like? I was in kindergarten when they killed JFK. Wow! Damn! I remember when they killed RFK. I remember when they killed Martin. I remember when they killed uh, Malcolm. I remember when they uh, Caesar Chavez first came about and did the. the great boycotts and the lettuce boycotts and the, he was doing the fasting and that's how far I remember the 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 civil rights marches before there was the civil mar- rights marches man I mean you know um, I grew up in that era so let me ask you a question just real quick um, where we're at politically in this country compared to what you saw back then. What 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 insights do you? No, get? I don't really voice my political. Uh, 
I thought at one time it was getting some semblance of of being better. Yeah. And then we just experienced four years of shit, you know? Right. You know, and, and to tell you the truth, to tell you the truth, my my ideas on on, on politics, it's yeah. all it's all fucking obscene. It's what do all you mean? obscene. The whole idea, all the all of them, they're all they ain't worth the fuck. Mm. All of them. Right. Left, right, in the middle, fuck them motherfuckers. Think about this. Go ahead. Think about this. Think from the the micro to the macro level uh-huh. of all the elections throughout the United States. Let's start at the city council level. Right. Let's work to the county. Yeah. Let's work to the state. Yeah. Let's look uh, uh, work to the, uh, the the federal level and all through the United States. How much money do you think we'll spend on the election? On them <sighs> elections. A shit ton. My point. Don't you think that money could have been used better? Of course. Yeah. I see. I think I seen a figure, something like uh, a half a uh, a half a trillion dollars, maybe. Listen, anywhere to seven fifty. Hey, Joseph, to what you say, to what you say, we could, if we wanted to, write laws where no one could spend money on the elections. They tried, but they know that they won't do it. They 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 find loopholes, uh, the super PACs, PACs, and all that. It, <laughs> <laughs> super PAC, PAC, all PAC, that. PAC, like You're a right. PAC. You're right. You're right. Yep. You know, no, I keep, I keep a breath on it. I'm telling you, when you're isolated, you got a lot of time. You read all Be thinking, kinds of yeah. bullshit, you know? Well, I guess my question to you was also aimed at... And don't di- think that these motherfuckers, they just elected or what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like, right. Oh, you're right. You're, you're right. right. Listen, but I was also kind of curious because when I look back at some of that stuff, right? Like I look back at the civil rights and I think about those marches, right? There's something slightly different about the people back then that they knew how to organize. They knew they they were My hands off to my black brothers uh, and sisters, man. They got their shit together. Uh, I mean, as far as uh, the marches and shit. Right. And I was thinking about, like, I don't know that we as a nation, I'm not even going to put it on a person, let's say. But I'm going to say we as, as younger people don't necessarily know how to organize a march like that anymore. You know what? Uh, I, uh, I think because, though I know, politics uh, uh, divide a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And we know this last whatever, it divided a lot of families, man. Oh, my God. That's you know? so true. And and uh, I have I have I, I I don't know the answer. I'd rather for myself for myself. Right. I'll, I'll say for myself. Go ahead. Going to prison makes you a racist. Period. Mm. Right. Period. Right. The brother will tell you. You know, and 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 being on this journey, I've learned to be all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And when I say I don't give a fuck, whatever your political aff- affiliations are. As long as you don't express them to me when it right. comes to certain people, man. Right. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. I don't know. You're, you're rainbow, green, purple, whatever, man. And that's what my point. I think if we had more love and tolerance with each other, man, mm. you know, it wouldn't be as fucked up as it is now. I think I've, I feel like part of the reason why they're quote unquote is this division now, right, is because the economics have changed. Like people That's have, true. people are more stressed out Don't and desperate. Don't be on that damn one percent shit. No, no, no. Serious, do it. The the the, the, the distribution of wealth is, is obscene. It's fucked up. It's bro. real fucked up. Yeah. It's obscene. Yeah, it's obscene. It, it's obscene. It's perverse. 
And I had an order because I did a paper. And I was seeing, uh, uh, you never hear it, but think about pharmaceuticals and their families. The ones, the richest people in the world, man. And they owned a lot of that fucking wealth. But you don't hear it. And then I started thinking, well, fuck, look at all the, the drugs they got for this, that, and whatever. Right. 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 And, and guess who's making money on all that shit? But they're real low-key about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Real cold, and all this time they're gathering and gathering and grab and not giving it's a the legal dope dealers, bro. For instance, the makers of Oxycontin, yeah, mm-hmm. we know when they sit their asses in them fucking boardrooms, right? They project X amount of revenue for each year, right? Right, right. Let's say, let's say 50 million, it's, it's more than that, but let's say 50 million, sure. But they also put away at least. 15, 20 of that million for for uh, settlements on lawsuits and what have Oh, oh, absolutely. But they fa- they factored that in. in. They got a guy in they there. They factored that in. They got a guy in there whose whole entire job, he's a math genius, and his job is to figure out what the settlement rate is, how much it's going to cost, da 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 and that's all worked into the price. As long as they're making a, 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 profit. a, a profit for the shareholders or whatever. I mean, and it's not, most of the pharmaceutical companies aren't shareholders, they're, they're family-owned. Right. They're so, not publicly traded. No. And so, uh, that's too much money to publicly so, trade. So, Fuck. So you put away that, and they're still making $35 million off of, of whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And they'll throw a breadcrumb to the to to who's ever litigating them them civil uh, 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 lawsuits. They factor all that shit in, man. For sure. That right, Juman? That is true. That's a hundred percent true. That's how Pinto. So, listen, if you think about the Ford case, the Pinto case that everybody knows about, that's how Pinto Ford got fucked, or that's how they had to face justice, because the attorneys found that guy. That's a they affectionately call that man the bean counter. He's the bean counter. And they found that guy at Ford, and they got him to testify on the stand that, yes, I did the calculations for the amount of explosions that will burn up families, how much we'd have to pay out. It would cost us more to recall the machines than it would to just pay those people out. So we purposely, intentionally, consciously made the decision to leave a dangerous product out there. This is so fucked up. Listen, this listen, listen. Every day, bro. I'm gonna every t- day they do shit like I'm that. I'm going to tell you even more. McDonald's. That case about the old woman who got her crotch burned by the coffee. Now, a lot of people, because the media, who are corporate fucking putas, oh, yeah. right? They'll make it sound like what it was was an old lady came up. Who doesn't know coffee's hot, bitch? Mm-hmm. Fucking, like, put on a... The true story of that in the trial. When I've read the case, the true story of that McDonald's coffee case is that that McDonald's had been told by the government to turn their coffee down because it was so hot it would burn people twice. And the people in the front office said, we think it tastes better this hot. And we figured that the people that might get burned by it, we're not going to turn it down. It'll be worth it for us to just deal with that. And that woman, it was her son who was driving. They were parked, and when she took the lid off the coffee, it burned her. She was a grandma, uh, abuela, and she had to have skin grass done. And her first question at McDonald's was, I just want you to pay for the medical bills. And McDonald's said, fuck you. We're not doing it because it will set a precedent. We'll have to pay more. And when the jury heard that they knew that their coffee was too hot, 
the jury was like, well, how do we fucking make an impact on a corporation that makes $2 million a day on coffee alone? Mm -hmm. We got to write it. We got to sign a big fucking check and let McDonald's know you fucked up. So how much did they award that woman? It's undisclosed because I'm going to tell you how even more fucked up this country is. Because even though in the news it'll say like three jury awards woman, $300 million for burned coffee. There is a mechanism in the courts called additor and remitter, meaning that even though the jury's decided to punish a corporation, if it's so large, like $300 million, a judge can then step in and say, let's do remitter. This is such an outlandish award for what happened that you're either going to take less plaintiff even though you won and even though you paid your attorneys a lot of money or you're gonna have to retry the entire case again Mm. and so based on that the attorney said fuck you we're gonna go again and when they started to go again mcdonald settled and they wanted an nda for the settlement so we don't know how much she actually eventually got but i'm just letting you know that when you hear in the news that somebody (laughs) made like a billion dollars off a lawsuit you don't know that also there's a, there's a procedure where judges who might be crooked can actually say, you know what, that's, too, that's crazy. Too much. We're going to start over. Going to override it. Exactly. Fuck. So let me ask you a question, Joseph. How does a guy from uh, Crow Village, mm-hmm. a lover of music, how does a guy, how did, how did you get started in a, in a path that was going to take you to that solitary confinement? Oh... I got involved at an early age, brother. You know, I think I come from a family. My mom's side has, uh, well, had uh, nine sisters and and seven brothers. Wow. And uh, my dad had uh, seven brothers and two sisters. Damn. And needless to say, if you know Mexican families, they like to party for every fucking occasion there is baptismals fucking birthdays <laughs> it's a fucking uh, uh, it's a reasonable party man right and and if it's <clears throat> so like say my, my mom's family all my aunts and uncles all had uh at least six seven kids uh apiece so you can imagine the fucking uh, the family of people right. right that's an expensive christmas man so so when they have these gatherings uh you know, I'd hang out with my cousins or what have not. And then after a while, you know, people get loose and they're leaving half, half uh, drinks of, of right. drinks. And, right. Uh, we'd go sneak off and mm, yeah. hit it a yeah. couple of times, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't nothing, uh, it was it wasn't nothing, you know, like I was an uh, uh, alcoholic or anything. I, I, you know, it was just for the buzz. Later on, I, it, it wasn't like that at all, man. I would, I would drink. For effect, man, just to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but um, after that, I would, I would, uh, I started smoking weed. I started smoking weed with the the homies, my cousins, and then uh, I think in the sixth grade, going to seventh grade, my dad tells me I had to go to work with them, and I had to go. Uh, because they weren't gonna buy my my uh, school clothes anymore, so I had right. to go earn earn my 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 uh, my money. And and I love my dad, man. You know, uh, I had a lot of resentments for that fucking summer. Right. And and uh, what was the work? 
I was just labor, and and back then, you know, uh, I would have to dig trenches, and and now they got trench diggers, but back then it was all picking shovels. So my dad, uh, my dad would make me that that whole summer dig uh, trenches without using gloves. So fuck, man, I didn't have no fucking calluses. Can you imagine that? And Seventh to eighth grade. You're digging trenches. No, I was going to, from sixth to the seventh grade. I think that's called his own. Fuck, Sean. And, and the motherfucker didn't. He wouldn't let me wear uh, gloves. He said, "Don't," no, because he wanted me to get my hands calloused. Callous. Right, right. A workers' hands. Motherfucker, oh, man. And I had a lot of resentment, man. And 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 uh, huh. every I don't know if you're familiar with, with construction, but every construction worker that I've known, after the fucking job's done. They all gather around and they fucking uh, either pass the hat or they have something uh, cold waiting. Right, of course. Right? And they, you know, sit there and pound a couple and shoot the shit or whatever. Well, that that, that particular time, that first day, the very first day, I remember like it was yesterday, my dad went and got the beer, right? right. He passed the hat, he went and got the beer, came back, and he's throwing beers out to everybody. And then, you know, I'm looking at him, and he throws me a fucking uh, a Pepsi, and I said, this motherfucker, man. <laughs> right? That's some bullshit. Right? So the following day, same thing at the end of the job, blah, 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 uh, pass a hat, and then the same thing, except that this time my uncle went. Mm-hmm. And he comes back, does the, same, <laughs> does the same thing, and he's throwing, he's throwing beers to everybody, and then fucking he throws me a beer. Right? Right. Yeah. And fucking my dad's looking at me. If it looks like a kill, I, I died a thousand deaths, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's like, hey. Boy, you better have that beer back, right, boy. Hey, <laughs> right? you better. So he's looking at my my, my uncle like, like, what the fuck did you, you do? do? Right. And he, he feels the vibe, right? Right. You know, from yeah. the, the looking at him. And he but, goes, but, but you're he goes, right. He goes, he goes, what? What? You worked a, a, a man's job? No, he gets right. a man's job. Right, like right. Man. you're at the gates right. of manhood. And and when my dad didn't say shit, that's I was right. like on and that was a green sack. light. That was it. That was a green light. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the beginning of of, of, of my journey, man. Right. Because uh, that's a lot of it's a lot of people's journeys where uh, because I got to be able I was ha- hanging out with the the homies. I had money to get the older homies go buy beer. We're getting fucked up, drinking fucking... And you don't have to hide it now. Uh, 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 don't. Right. You know, right. I come in all fucked up. Right, my mom right. will get mad. Right. 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 Especially now, uh, I'm graduated during school, right? The summer's over, and I'm, I'm getting fucked up during uh, school, you know? And, and uh, I had uncles, I had cousins, I had homeboys that were using heroin at the time. How old are you now? You know? Um, uh, I was around. I was around. I didn't. I didn't start heroin for the first time until I was fifteen years old. Okay, but because I had a lot of. He waited until he was fifteen. He, was a, Steve. Yeah. he didn't do it. Hey, too hey, hey. I waited. Until I was it wasn't crazy. I had some no, but, sense. But the thing was, I had a lot of, a lot of homeboys, my uncles, uh, cousins that 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 died that OD. Sure. And there was no way, no how I was going to stick a needle in my arm. That's right. Right. Right, cause I, I seen him, and then <sighs> I should I just shared this the other day. I'm in recovery. I always share at my meetings, and and uh, the very first time that I experienced a uh, uh, seen seen that go down, I was at my my uncle's house, 
and I seen about five dudes go in the back. Now he's, they used to have a washroom in the back of the the, the garage, and next to the wash washroom was a was added on a bedroom, right? And so I snuck over there. And I said, well, "What the fuck are these motherfuckers doing, man?" I go mm-hmm. over there, and I see them, man. I see them do this fucking ritual. I see them uh, uh, break out a, a spoon. I, I see them uh, put something in it. Then I see the, the syringe. The first time I, <laughs> I see the syringe, and, 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 and they're throwing water in it, and I'm seeing them light it up, and they're all waiting, right? And and She just looks cool. And I'm looking, and they're like fucking like anticipating yeah. you know, something, man. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I made some noise. Who's out there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's out there? Right? He's yeah. like... <laughs> I'm about 13, 14 ish, right? Right. Um, so I'm kicking it. Mm. And all of a sudden, I see all these motherfuckers come out and they're all dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there ain't no fucking music. Yeah. Uh, you know? Exactly. They're all fucking dancing. There ain't no fucking music. They're doing. <laughs> and I'm wondering, what the fuck is wrong with these motherfuckers? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. It had to do something with that 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 thing I was watching them. Mm-hmm. I had an old brother. I have an old brother. Hold on, let's do school, man. I just want to ask Steve because Steve, you seem to just light right the fuck up when you I heard love that these story. Stories, no, but I... can you relate to seeing the ritual of yeah, it? Yeah, bro, I can relate to the my the dad the first time he ever handed me a beer and like didn't trip and that was the green light. I got that, and then the dudes fucking shit, you know mixing. I remember seeing. That. I was like mesmerized i wanted to know how to do it they were like doctors they knew they're fucking well, they were confident and I went, man i wanted it was cool and to what, me I, I was obsessed with that what was the dancing what did that mean what did that mean to you and joseph that said that that just like all of us everybody's they walk in one mood and they come out floating on air dancing on water you know and that's what it looks like well you know when you're sick when you're going through withdrawals and you're fucking uh, you're right you know, and especially if you got veins, if you hit that one vein, it's like, okay, you weren't able to, it wasn't a hassle, you got it the first time, and you're happy as fuck. Right, right, you're, right. you're well, and you're fucking, it's in your euphoric high. Right. Right? Right. right. Uh, that's the best way I could describe it, you know, and, and uh, my brother did that, right? He wasn't there that day, but uh, I had caught him, right? I caught him dead bag. I came to the, the, the house, close the door, close the door, and he was doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And you better not tell mom, right? And uh, so a little bit later, maybe uh, it was uh, like I was 15. He was all fucked up and he was laid out and he had his fucking stash on, on the on the dresser. Mm-hmm. And and I was with my homeboy. My homeboy was uh, outside, but uh, on the on my window. Like, Look, it's a stash. Get some, get some. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first time I, I snorted heroin, man. How did you know to snort it? Because I had heard... You didn't have to shoot? You didn't have to shoot it, that you would feel the same high. Uh-huh. Is that true? Is it the same? Yeah. Just Is without it? the rush. Without the rush, right? It, and, and that was... Oh, man, I got sick as fuck. But I, I, every, every time my brother would... would uh, or our other homies would would, would, would would get a stash, you know, we would, we would experiment. And I did that all the way till I was, uh, but at the same time, I was, at that time, I don't know, man, during the, 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 
the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, my God. Every barbiturate normal man was around my fucking right, neighborhood. Right, right, right. A lot of pills. Yellows, rainbows, second, all, true, all that shit, Damn. man. And I love them fucking Lefty barbiturates. Lefty talks about that a lot. I loved fucking barbiturates, man. I loved them to fucking death. And and, and it just gradually went from 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 weed, barbiturates, and then snorting fucking heroin, man. Damn. And all that time... All that time, um, I was the first time I got cracked. I was eleven years old. I was even uh, maybe I had already smoked uh, weed and you know drink them drinks at my 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 uh, relative's house. I got busted for a, a fucking receiving stolen property. We had a crew guys my age. We'd go on fucking boost bikes or, or steal bikes from people. People would leave them out in the front yard. Right, we took them and we we go over to the homie's house and I want this, I want that, I want the front tire, I want the back tire, I want the the sissy bar, or whatever. I wanted the frame, and I didn't fucking uh, uh, paint it, man. And I just put it, up, slapped it. I took my shit out and put the frame on my bike and fucking ride around on it. And that's how I got cracked. And and as I was working with my dad and and progressing, I was going in and out of a uh, uh, juvenile hall, man. But that was the first time I went to juvenile hall when I was eleven. And Damn. usually I was getting busted back then. They would, you got to remember back then they would bust you for, for curfew. They would bust you for fucking, even truancy. But, and that's 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 because of the cops would be assholes. But most of the time it was always uh, being drunk, under the influence. Right. Um, I remember I got caught with the, with the homie's gun. And back then they would let us keep the guns because, uh, you were younger. Back then, juveniles, they, they wouldn't, f like, file charges, man. Right, you were a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like it is now. They would they try you as an adult. adult and, right, all that they bullshit. Were, they were more lenient. I think the, the laws didn't become uh, heavier for, for uh, kids below 16 until, I think, around mid-70s, late-70s, late-70s, something like that. Right. And but So that was it, man, you know, and... and uh, so it, was some... it was never for nothing heavy, but it was all usually for being uh, fucked up. Um, right, right. Right? And so on my 18th birthday, and that's how it was. Going to school, I had good grades. I had good grades in, in high school. And and uh, on my 18th birthday was the first time I, I, I slammed heroin, Right? And I went like that. The homie got me mm. because I still had that phobia, man. Mm -hmm. And I got—I to tell you the truth, peer pressure is a motherfucker, man. As I reflected back, I was working on on myself. I remember that day, you know, I let somebody, the homies, it's your birthday. Well, no, we're gonna get you loaded. Nah, fuck that. They're doing. Ain't gonna say mm. no, mm. right? And and you're gonna be a pussy if you don't do this and all this, you mm -hmm. know. And of course, I didn't want to fucking punk out in front of my 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 homies, mm -hmm. and and uh, I slammed for the first time, but I didn't become addicted. That first uh, time didn't get you. What had happened is a little bit after that, uh, a homie died, and it was a lot of fucking. Uh, I got cracked, and. Uh, I was given the option of either going to the joint for two years 
for going into the service. But if I go in the service, I have to sign up for four. So fuck, that was a no-brainer. Right. Uncle Sam, here I come. And I and I and I signed up for four years. What what yeah. decade was it that you signed up for four years? I went in September of nineteen seventy six, and I got out September of nineteen eighty. Right, so kind of like the tail end of Vietnam. The, and that was the other thing. I got lucky because the Vietnam uh, uh, GI Bill ended January first of nineteen seventy seven. Damn. Right. Right. So you. And just... I went in September, so I've been <laughs> under the, the the radar. Right. I never used them benefits, so they, they ended late, years later getting exhausted. What service did you go into? U.S. Army. I was a 11 Echo 10, which is a armored crewman. I was in tanks, M68s. You were in tanks? Did you drive them, or were you uh, everything? What's so? What's what? What's it like to drive a tank, man? It's fucking heavy, man. I'm gonna tell you. Like, I go to Texas after basic training. I did in Fort Knox, Kentucky. Basic and AIT, and I go to Texas. And uh, I walk in on this dude. Now, I hadn't slammed a, I hadn't slammed since then. Yeah. Six months, eight months, whatever went by, right? And I go in Texas, and I walked in on this dude, man, and he's fucking slamming, right? Yeah. He's in the service. He's in my unit. Man, you kind of have like a knack for walking in on dudes slamming. And 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 <laughs> and he goes, "Shut the door! Shut the door!" Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like your brother. Your brother. Yeah. 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 Fuck. The the same thing. <laughs> exactly. And and he goes, and he goes, "You ever did this?" But he tells me real fucked up, like you know. And then he goes, and I go, "Yeah, I've done it before, yeah. one time." Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he goes, "Some to the effect." He goes. Don't tell me you're one of them fucking pussies I have to I have to slam. <laughs> Please don't tell me. But he said it real fucked up. And and, and my pride and ego kicked in. Right. And Joseph from Crow Village came out. No, no, I know how to fucking do it. Just right. like that. Hey, know? get out of my way. You're fucking me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um. So he leaves me some. And that was it, man. I ended up getting strung out in Texas. Right? Really? In the service? And, 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 and getting to the tank thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was so sick with it when I was at Texas. We'd go on the gunnery, and I'd wait till nobody was around. And I'd take a clover to the fucking to the to the to the gunnery, right? Yeah. I'd go on the tank and fucking fix, bam, and then we're gonna get ready to go down and blow shit up. And mm. I'd be right there, all <sighs> fucked up, fucking <laughs> boom, boom, because I was a gunner, boom, boom. And I used to tell the by by loader, hey, put fucking uh, fifty, uh, what do you line them up, man, the the tracers. So when the machine guns would go on, PG fifty traces go straight. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit up, man. Hey, honestly, seriously, I mean, not to romanticize it, but I mean, how fun was it to be fucking high as fuck you know and shooting some big guns? You know what? I tell the people, you know what? At the beginning, I always thought it was fun, even, even though now in retrospect, it's, it was, right, right. You know, but that part of the, I always thought it was fun because. <laughs> Because later, later, I got transferred to Germany. Mm. Yeah. And I spent two and a half years away. In Germany. And that's heroin heaven, man. It's Is really? it? Fuck. Yeah, because you know why? I bet Germany has a special relationship with the Middle East that we don't fully understand. Oh, you hit the fucking nail right on the head, brother. Right. You know how uh, over here, like all the my my brown brothers from down south that got shit locked up. Yeah, 
dude from the Middle East had it locked up over there. Right. So you got to remember in Germany. Yeah, because you got to remember. Yeah, let him tell it. All that that opium mm-hmm. gets processed in France, but all that opium comes from Afghanistan, right. Iraq, right, Iran, right. Those are all opium producing nations, man. And listen, dude, when because dude, remember that kid I was telling you that weird perverted kid with the big juicy eyes? His family was from Iran, and they had a shit ton of money. And Iran and Germany had some kind of relationship where his dad was importing BMW motors from Germany. I don't understand it entirely, but there was a relationship between Germany and the Middle East in a way that we don't fully understand over here. Well, I, I know you're familiar with the, the movie, the uh, um, Popeye Doyle. The, French Connection? The French Connection. Yeah, Popeye Doyle, that's what they call that that has to deal with with the processing of heroin from the Middle East. That was that's where it goes from France and then throughout Europe and then from Europe yeah. it goes to to the states. So yeah, fuck over there. That shit was damn near pure, man. You fucking do a fucking match at at eight o'clock <laughs> in the morning and you'd be still fucked up at eight o'clock at night, man. The same way, man. Were all you all fucking day? Were you running uh, tanks over there too? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, drove them. You drive them with the T bar, like this, like a bicycle. Right. right? It's got uh, on the M60s. Well, the, the Abrams the same way. It it's got uh, low, high, reverse, and neutral. Right. You know, and and, and uh, the M60s they would go. I think top speed on the Audubon they would go uh, fifty five, sixty miles. And did you ever like go over some crazy terrain in one of these tanks? All or? of them, man. It, it, you know, you go through anything with them fuckers, man. Yeah, that's uh, a combat loaded tank is fifty three tons with uh, with all the bullets. Over in Germany, you had it was always combat loaded. Remember, this is the height of the Cold War. Right. So remember, Germany's divided like in half. So this guy is sitting there in a fucking tank. All hopped up on pure Middle Eastern fucking grade match head fucking heroin with. 52 tons of fucking deadly yeah, right. med- fucking missiles and fucking big giant ass fucking bullets and everything just cruising down the Autobahn. Man, I got to tell you, bro. I got to tell you, that sounds like a fucking blast. It was, it was fun. I loved it. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the whole European thing. And I always tell people even today because I, 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 I talked to a lot of veterans that have been over there and still come back. Still the same. It, it, you got to remember, Europe has had thousands of years to uh, tweak their fucking civilization. Sure, right. sure. And if you think about it, the United States is how, how old? Yeah. Well, it depends on if you include American Indian history. Right. No, but yeah, okay, the... The, uh, the, the, the American they, government, white people shit? 300 years. Right, right. Right, right? no, right. the Indians, we talk about the uh, indigenous people all day long. Man. Right. So like, but so 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 but you're right. So so uh, Europe has been so this is this is this is just, man I'm so glad you're here brother. Because this is a man who's lived in Europe, right? And he understands to a certain extent the setup there. And what he's what he's saying is he's like, look, Europe's had some time to tweak their shit, right? But in Germany, Germany, and I've told you this a million times, Steve, Germany was Rome's American Indians. Because they were tribes before yeah, they Rome. Were, they were all uh, uh, 
the, all the Germanic tribes. Right, right. Uh-huh. So imagine Joseph is living in a place where the dominant European powers have subdued all the crazy tribes down to these cities, or I mean these nations. Which And these nations, by the way, Germany's not that old. California's older as a state than Germany is as a nation. Of course. Because Germany was just, uh, what, part of the Habsburgs and all that. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's when you had, like, Prussia oh, I, and World War One and all that. I forgot to tell you, I got a AA in history in community college. I love it. Well, yeah. I, mean, I knew you had something because you had some fucking knowledge on your fucking... He was telling it, that that's fucking real shit. So you're in Germany, right? You're doing your thing. Then I'm what happens? It. I'm loving it, man. I'm fucking loving it. You know, but it got to the point I was seven months to the pad. But prior to that, prior to that, there was uh, four guys from, from Orange County, from Santa Ana, as a matter of fact. Uh, they were in my unit. They were all went together on the buddy-buddy system, right? And we became good friends the whole time, right? And uh, we're in the barracks getting fucked up. Now, they know I'm I'm getting loaded. They know I'm, I'm strung out. Is there anybody else slamming over there? Well, I'm, uh, I have another buddy, right? But... He was the one that go get it, and he was from another another company, and 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 uh, well, actually, we were all in the same battalion, right? The only difference is I lived above uh, uh, my buddies from Santa Ana that lived uh, downstairs, and they were in another company, right? So we would gradually, I mean, at the end of the day, we'd all get together and go go do whatever the fuck party, drink mostly, right? So we're in the barracks, it's fucking like the middle of fucking. Uh, Winner, we're at gunnery. You have to go and, and, and blow off the tanks twice a year. Once during the summer and once in the fucking winter, man. Mm. Beat you with the, the snows <laughs> as high as that fucking, what do you call it, sometimes. You know? <laughs> I did three winners over there. That's in, cold in ass shit in Germany. Oh, my God. And my For dog, a guy out of Orange County? Fuck, we go to the snow. The snow don't come to us. Right. Yeah. You go and check it out for like an hour and then leave. We, we go to the snow. The fucking snow don't come to us. Right. That's the first time I've ever seen a whiteout, all that shit. Dudes are <laughs> making fucking snow, <laughs> snowmen and they're looking at me like I'm stupid. Just, well, you don't know how to make a snowman? No. Mm. <laughs> right. Should I? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? All, all, all my buddies from the mid, uh, I mean, you know, from uh, like North Minnesota. Yeah, North Dakota uh, and uh, all Michigan that shit. And, right. And Upper New York and all that shit, man. I never fucking made a hey, fucking snowman. Hey, Steve, trip out on this. Joseph is from Stanton, which is... Uh, and the only reason why I know this is because I started researching Stanton while you were talking. It's like it's kind of like near Huntington Beach. okay? And it's known, according to these folks... Maybe Eight you miles can... from the beach. Right. And Stanton is like on this Reddit, right? I looked it up on Reddit. There, some guy's like, tell me about Stanton. I look it up on Reddit. Everyone's like, stay out of Stanton. It's dangerous. That's what they're saying here. And then the people that say, it's okay. You can hang out there during the day, buy some shit, but don't go to Crow Village. That's dangerous, which is where you're out of. Does that sound familiar to you, what I'm saying? Well, yeah. (laughs) But think about this. Chip out on this. Joseph went all the way from there to Germany in a tank in the, like, Set late seventies, early eighties. Late seventies. Yeah, I got out. In that's a that's that's a long way. How many of your homeboys, Steve, actually made it to Germany when you were uh, like in your twenties? Think oh, about man. that. Right. But you know what? I did a lot of partying over there. I was still a kid. I was acting a fool. 
The same thing as except I was getting paid for it. Right. Nah, I was still tagging Crow Village right there in Munich. No. I was tagging uh. <laughs> Crow Village in fucking Nuremberg. I was, I was still acting a fucking fool, man, you know? Um, well, we're in the barracks, man, and I just got uh, finished getting loaded. You know, I used to have a Sherlock Holmes. Have you ever seen the Sherlock Holmes? I love that. Calabash. The Calabash. The motherfucker had a hole like that. <laughs> yeah. You fill that fucker up with fucking hash. Yeah. That shit was opium-based, right? Right. And I just finished doing a go and fucking smoking or drinking that fucking German beer. I'm on a go. Here comes this dude, man. I don't know if you know him. Dude from Texas don't like people from California, guys from California. Really? Yeah. 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 With, that's with, true. With, There's uh, a little rivalry there. When it, when it comes to the Latinos, yeah. Right? They think we're born with silver spoons up our ass. I don't know. Uh, uh, but, but there's a there's a rivalry because we went through it when I was in Texas. Uh, so this dude comes in. We didn't like you know this guy. This guy was way out there, man. So <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't included in, in our group, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So he got butt hurt, right? Yeah. And he comes in all fucked up. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. He comes in all fucking and starts uh, 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 ragging on us. Oh, you guys from California, blah, 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 blah. Keep your own fucking all that, blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, man, go to bed, man. You're all fucked up. You know, go to bed, right? And uh, fuck you, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said something. I don't know if, exactly what I said. And and uh, and he goes, oh, fuck all you guys. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you too. You know what? Fuck your mother. Oh, <laughs> It was all in cracking, man. Yeah. And, and uh, I cracked that motherfucker, and I thought I'd laid his ass out, and I took off, and and uh, because I didn't want to be around, this motherfucker might start uh, screaming like a bitch. That's, that's serious shit. Right. Hitting another uh, uh, serviceman is, is like. It's like, ooh, that's sacrilegious. Right. Right. Because you guys are all supposed to be on the same team and shit. Exactly. Yeah, right. I got you. But they're real fucked up if you get caught, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could you could ding a motherfucker up when nobody's looking. But if you know sometimes and then sometimes they go tell. So I split. I just split. I took off. And I'm talking to he, that dude's buddy in his unit, because he wasn't from another unit. And they go, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm get digging in his ass. And next thing I know, Bam! This motherfucker came around. He got <laughs> a, had a, a, a baseball bat, aluminum, mm -hmm. and cracked my ass over uh, twice, right? And laid my ass out, right? Wow! And when he laid, but but the he fucked up because when he did it, he did it in front of the powers that be, mm. right? And made me look like the victim, right? 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 And so I ended up getting medevac. I was so fucked up. The doctor told me had it not been that I was so fucked up, I would have probably bled out, right? Right. You know, we hear that on the show a lot, that people are like, dude, if I wasn't so fucked up, I probably would have died. So I ended up getting uh, medevac to a hospital. And this was, I think, I had like about, uh, yeah, because I had no deed yet. Maybe a year left before I went home. So... That passed. I didn't get in trauma. Three months later, me and, me and a buddy, I was sick. I was double sick. We came off. Uh, it was like, in the, uh, it was, yeah, it was getting towards spring, and it was already warming up. And fucking, we, we had just come back from playing Army out in the field. I think we were out there like three, 
three weeks. And every time we go in the field, I have a clown. Make sure I fucking have enough to last. And or I have some barbiturates. Mm-hmm. Just in case I, I run out, I have something to fall back on so I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel dope sick. Right. Right? Well, I didn't have shit. And I was already like four days, five days fucking blown up, sick. Right? And uh, as soon as we got to, back to the barracks, as soon as we cleaned the fucking tanks and put turned in our weapons... I went to the fucking, we went, took a shower, we were on the first train to fucking Frankfurt, because the connection was in Frankfurt, which was about, I don't know, maybe about less than an hour by train from where we lived. Where were you guys, Munich? I was in a town called Schaffenberg. That's like... Schaffenberg. It's right on the Main River, look it up. No, you know what, I just did, and you know what Schaffenberg means in English? It means Crow Village. Mm. (laughs) So... So me and the, me and this other buddy, he was another. You, they got back the same time. Well, everybody comes back from the uh, battalion, so he already knows the game plan, man. We we're gonna go to fucking Frankfurt and pick up and fucking come back and, and do our do, right? Over there, you can walk into the pharmacy and ask for a fucking outfit, and they'll give you an outfit, right? They'll sell you a, a needle, right? So we go to a pickup, and we come back, and I told him, "Fucking Eddie, I ain't waiting, uh, fool." I'm gonna go in the fucking uh, in the in the the restroom. And I'm gonna go fucking slam. Go do my uh, what do you call it? My issue, right? And uh, he goes, okay. We're on the train coming back. And uh, I guess he said I took too long. And he went in and fucking. Uh, he said I was all purple, and the needle was still in my arm. Damn. Right? You and don't remember it. No, I just remember him slapping me around mm-hmm. and, and fucking... Uh, waking your ass up? Waking my ass up. And he took me, dragged my ass on the fucking... When we got back in a taxi, and he took me to his barracks, to his, what do you call it? He got fucked up, blah, 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 blah. Because everybody gets fucked up when they come out of the field. So it's like a given, right? Right. And, and the, the buddy buddy's uh, fucking, oh, I'm helping a buddy. It's a, we we would rather drag your ass from wherever the fuck you're at so you wouldn't get in trouble and everybody, okay, yeah, we'll go, I'm going to go babysit them and all that. But they didn't know I was loaded, right? That's how I survived that one. And 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 what happened, it, like, kind of sparked me up, knowing that, I, you know, how's it going to look? Oh, Mrs. Valdez, uh, yeah, we're, your your son died here in Germany over an OD. Right. That was the one time that I had clarity. I ended up using them barbiturate to kick, and seven months later, I was out. I got out in September of 1980, and they threw me a party, welcome home party at my house. And of course, my brother was getting loaded, mm-hmm. right? I walked in on him. This time, I still give me some motherfucker, right? And then I started fucking, I wasn't even out a day. Right, I hadn't used. I'd been drinking, taking barbiturates for seven months. But as soon as I got home, I see my brother doing that. You know, I said, "Give me some," and and uh, started running around with the homies, uh, getting loaded. And uh, five months later, I, I got I went to Chino for the first of forty times. Cause that's how many times I've been to prison: seven terms and thirty-three violations. Man, I told you I had seen thirty-seven number, mm. I had an H number, and I had a K number. And each and every one of them, each and every one of them, 40 times I've been to prison, that comes out to a little less than 
than than 25 years. So lately, on all the interviews and whatever, oh, 30 years. Nah, I didn't do fucking 30 years. The the, the, the juvenile time and the, the the adult time adds up to a little over 30 years, right? Over a what period of time? Since the time I was 11 to the time the the that uh. The last time I paroled. Right. So, like, I'm trying to figure it out because what you're saying makes sense to me. You're saying, look, man, it's not all in one stint, but you piece it all together, it's approximately 30 years. Then I'm trying to think about, well, how much out time did you have during that time? Fuck, I can't. Somebody asked me that. I can't figure it out because I ran. I ran on parole all all the times. So, nine months, 10 months sometimes, sometimes a month. Sometimes 24 hours. Right. You know, uh, maybe eight years till the time. All of it running, man. So how soon before you get back from the services are you beginning to do prison time? I was on five months. Five months and you and you got picked up. And I got cracked for burglary. And this is how that motherfucker went. My homie, by then I was already strung out. But I was working uh, under the table for my cousins, and then, you know they were. You know I'm still I still had that that veteran status. Uh, uh, I was still good, right? right? Right. Soldier home. But nobody was really fucking uh, <coughs> dwelling on what what I was doing behind closed doors. Right. You know I was hiding it. In other words. Right. And and uh, my homie, he comes down, tells me he's, he hit a pad. But he's he did he didn't have a car. I had a car. So can he help me fucking uh, move some of that shit out of the fucking pan? I said sure, because I'll give you half. I went over there and fucking um, I got cracked. How'd you get cracked? Um, we were leaving the pad. Somebody had already called the pad of uh, the cops and said we were at the pad and fucking. And. Then, and and I tried to say, well, no, you know, I found this shit at the side and all that. But they found one fingerprint on the inside of the fucking, uh, on the, the kitchen window. Because that's how we went through, the kitchen window, right? One fucking fingerprint. Got me two years in the fucking pen. Damn. Right? So, um, yeah, after that was all, the, you know. I went to Chino and fuck, there was more drugs in Chino than I was in my neighborhood, man. Right. And some of the prisons I've been to, there's more drugs than, than the streets. Man. I went in, one time I went to CRC, I went in, I, I came out more strung out than when I went in. And the, uh, the, a lot of the prisons I went to, so it wasn't like, 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 and then they weren't trying to re- rehabilitate a motherfucker. They would just lock you up and throw you away during the 80s, 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it was, man. They weren't trying to say, okay, hey, Joseph, Maybe uh, uh, you go to uh, uh, we'll teach you a trade or man, none of the motherfuckers ever said none of that. So wait, yeah. S- Steve, do you can you identify with what Joseph's talking about? Saying like, hey man, I went in and I came out more strung out than I went in. A one thousand percent. I mean, I was in a. I remember, I did a four year term, and the last year of a four year term, I end up coming from up north. I came down. Adverse transfer down to uh, Four Yard in Lancaster. Right? I've been there. I'm on the B Yard. I've been yard. there. I was on the. I <gasps> ran the canteen on B Yard in uh, 
98. Okay, listen. I'm there about that time. That's probably, probably uh, where I see you. Where it might be. Because uh, I was in Arti- five block. I was in two block. Okay, do you know Did you know Artie from Santa Monica? Art. Artie? No, Artie. Lifer. Yeah. Artie and Trigger from St. Andrews, they're the ones hitting for that whole yard, dog. And I get there, and Artie's got me strung out from the, the moment I walk on that yard. I worked the canteen. I worked the canteen for a year and a half on that yard. I saw you on that yard Holy then, bro. Holy shit. Tiny, too. Tiny from Orange County was on that yard. Um, uh, uh, Tiny uh, who did the show? Yeah, Big Tiny. Big Tiny. Tr- Trigger was, too. Trigger from El Monte Flores. Tiny from Unas. So Art was Let up there. Let me think uh, of the dude that was calling shots on that yard. Uh, I'll tell you who it was. When I got there, it was Howdy. 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 Who got Howdy. <laughs> He fucked up. He fucked up. He fucked up. <laughs> the second day I was there, I po- meet Howdy and hey, politics. Politics. No, no, I'm not, I'm laughing. The second day I'm on the yard after confined quarters, you, I finally get out to the yard. They introduce me to Howdy. Twenty minutes after I meet the guy, they hit the guy. No, but there was somebody else after him. Sure, I can't remember. I'm, that I, one. I, uh, yeah, but I was in Five Block. I was in Five oh, Block. So uh, was it there? From Hawaiian? Who was it from Hawaiian Gardens? Oh, and his son ended up getting busted in there and on the same yard with him. Ah, man. But anyways, okay. They were in five blunt. Chico? Because they ended up being cellies. The dad and the, 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 the son. son? They were cellies in my blunt. It was Chito. I can't remember, man. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. thousands and thousands, but I was there. Yeah, okay. All right. So, so there you go. So I leave prison. I parole. Trying to clean, I'm I'm trying to, I stop using like three or four days before I parole because I know that I have a test to give for my parole officer on the outside that I don't want to be dirty for. What, hey, let me ask I'm you. I'm kicking while I'm getting ready to parole. Uh, you I'm know kicking. what I used to do on that? Uh. What? Well, you're asking, are you dirty? Yeah. Where are you from? Where did you get dirty from the pen? Come on, man. Like, you don't know. Oh, yeah. I never did that. Well, 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 I didn't well, want to take the chance on getting violated. Listen, let me ask you a question. Tell me about like the experience in the headspace of God damn, Steve. That's fucked up, bro. It is fucked up, bro. Because what is it like when, on the one hand, you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna be out of this place." Well, when I get there, but, you gotta remember. But you are also like, "I got a, I, I got an extra job to do." It's coming for me. I got like like two weeks before you got to start thinking about the test. You got to also be thinking like, I better fucking have a good one. Tell me that process, bro. Like, how do you get yourself mentally prepared to be like, ah, I got a kick and I'm going to be paroling and this might be my last one. It's a nightmare, bro. You're trying to just (laughs) clean this shit. Let me me interject something. Do it. Think about this. When it comes to the mind of a dandic. Yeah. Think about this. Especially if you want that drug. Yeah. In them places. Think of where that shit came from and where it, it came out of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, we've heard. Somebody stuck it up their ass? Of course. Mm-hmm. Somebody shitted it out? Right. Or somebody threw it up? Right. Mm-hmm. And we're fucking slamming them. I mean, yeah, and, and like, I understand that, like, you know, you got, like, a, a, you got a keister shit and all that stuff, and people are slamming it, so that's it. So that's why I'm saying, what's the, like, like, when you know you got to stop, Right, you know you got to stop, and what should be kind of a celebration, which is like I'm getting out of this place. You know what, brother? Oh. You know what I was there the, mm. the whole time. Mm. 
I walked around that whole time with a fucking outfit in my ass. Yeah, yeah. All day. You have to if you want one. And go to sleep with that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, can you outfit, fart? You gotta, can you, you fart? Cut him down? Huh? Can you fart with that thing in your ass? Can you like sometimes? You know I mean? Yeah, you can learn how. Sometimes, but uh, what do you gotta do? Like lean on a cheek? Yeah, like one you gotta, cheek, like, you gotta do out. a little no, leaner. But if I had to go take a shit, I'd have to pull it out. Right, I can take a shit, clean it out, and re- re- redo, it. do it, and put it back up. Right, but I tell you, man, the the going out. It, it, I tell you, the most fucked up thing is that you're. I mean, I was kicking a pretty decent habit, so. I still wasn't completely kicked when I paroled. So, bro, I'm getting out of prison, and it's like you're supposed to be super happy. And everybody that's going to see you is super happy. And you should be super happy. You're getting out of prison. Right. But I fucking am still coming off of it's a weird way to come out. Right. That's what I'm thinking. coming out with problems that usually you come in with. Right. I hated that damn place because they took your ass all the way to Santa Clarita or some fucking hospital. And he had to catch the bus all the way down San Fernando Road, man. I forgot what happened. My ride didn't go there that day, and that took me fucking like all day to get home, man. Hey, from hey, Lancaster. Hey, guys. Uh, just on a side note, real quick, I just want to check in with some of our Square Brothers, uh, Sean. I just want to check in with your sure. Th- okay, thank you. Sure. Okay. Sure. Square. This is for the Mister and Mrs. Square earbuds. Do you want me to whisper? Uh, yeah. Well, disculpe. You know, I don't want to disrespect. We have a. But I want to ask you, what's it like for you to hear Steve and Joseph all of a sudden reunite and recognize that, oh, we were in prison in the same, I was working the canteen, what about Howdy, he fucked up, like, was that, what is that, is that why is that the most, like, I love that. Yeah, I do too. Why it's do almost I like they figured out they went to the same high school or something. I love it. High school reunion. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love that. That probably made my entire fucking week, bro. No, yeah. but you think about it. Hold on. You think about it. What about this? I ain't got to live like, like that no more. You're not living like that no, no. more. Man. By God's good grace, we don't have to live like that no more. No. Took me a lot of years. Right. Took me a lot of years through my addiction. Why? Now, let me yeah, ask you. You got to remember all them times. This is stealing for drugs. Right. I was selling drugs. Right. I got busted for uh, for identity theft, trying to get drugs. Uh, let's see, okay, burglaries, petty theft. Oh my God, how the fuck they do that one in the state? Um, all for drugs, all related to drugs. Boosting, all for drugs though, right? And never, ever think about this. Never, ever. Oh, hold on. And when I go to Chino, every time I go to Chino. Or whatever the guidance said later on the law school. I uh, at one time uh, Donovan was our our, our, our guidance reception. center, mm-hmm. reception center. Then Delano. Each and every time they ask you, "Hey, uh, you use uh, drugs?" I go, "Yeah, like a badge <laughs> of honor." No, but like a, I'm, right. I'm I'm cheating you not, man. I I, I gotta uh, keep it real. Well, what's your drug of choice? I I love heroin. Not just like that. Right. I love uh, slamming heroin. And not once, not once, in mm-hmm. all that fire, a fucking time, did anybody say, "Well, don't you think you got a problem?" Right. Well, uh, oh, don't you think we ought to send you to rehab? That was never offered. Right. Never was ever offered once. In the old days. Never ever once did any of the motherfuckers say, hey, "Joseph, you know what? You got a fucked up problem. Let's save the state some money and send your ass to fucking rehab." Right. Never. Right. Not one time. All them forty times. Not once. I think that be, that partially the war on drugs 
Like, well, don't so get me started on that. I'm going to get you started. Listen, I think partially the war on, quote unquote, quote unquote, war on drugs was designed to create like another form of slavery and or get government money into private companies' hands. Did you know when George Bush was a director of the CIA, they were bringing boatloads, boatloads of cocaine in the United States? Yes, I did, sir. Do you know what the money was used for? Was that, uh, that to was... fund rebels that were sh- shutting down socialism were, in South America. They were they were funneling the Contras that were That's fighting, right. the fighting the, uh, the Santanistas in right. Nicaragua. Says, yeah. Right, Iran-Contra. Reagan was part of that, too. And The Clash put out an album and at the same time, Reagan say saying just say no to drugs, right? You know, right. And and uh, and then and then they criminalized crack into such a way that. But they had they had a direct uh, 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 hand in 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 feeding the appetite. Of course, in feeding the appetite. You, you don't if you think and you look. United States had a, a drug problem, right? But when the crack came, it's like it fucking, it like, it like they saturated all the inner cities, all the yes, audience. Yes, they did. Yes, that's they where they did. went, and of course they went to all to the suburbs and whatever. But originally, that was meant for the the inner cities and the barrios of of of, of the United States. Man. Right, I know that. And and listen, that was at the same time that they started flooding the inner cities. Especially in Los Angeles was when the Black Panthers were actually starting to come to some political power and taking care of inner city black youths. They were giving free breakfasts. They were doing all that shit. And then all of a sudden they flood that whole area with drugs and get people fighting over drug uh, uh, territory and all that violence. Then they put this myth out about that you know these crack beasts and we got to give them triple sentences because it's just it's a different kind of criminal when they're on crack all know, that man. bullshit i've wrote, i've written papers on on the criminal justice system in the united states actually uh california but uh, the united states is no be- different man i agree i agree and 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 and, 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 and uh the 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 difference the, the differences in, in 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 having crack and powder it, it to me that, that was the stupidest thing. But let me. No, hey, no you know what? I, I listen. Joseph is bringing up for the first time something. I read a book and I can't remember who it was by, but it was by a journalist and he said the same thing. And a lot of people knew this. This whole thing about me and Polly B got sentenced to more tell time you. because they caught us with crack, bro. But the thing then powder coke. But the thing that's so cra- it's so crazy is that scientists after scientists has always said there's no difference between there's no difference. Right, your body it's a chemical the same chemical if it's powder you're or gonna, crack you're your body. Steal- yeah, he's gonna still feel the same high. There's, there's no difference, right? Just like if you slam, snort, yeah. or 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 smoke fucking uh, heroin, right? You're gonna still feel the. Feel you're gonna the, get to the same destination, except some. You might have to use a little bit more, but you're gonna st- get yeah, the same that's fucking right. effect. So basically, you want to know what it was, what it, what what the plan was by the powers that be? I'm not even gonna say necessarily the government because I be, I truly believe the government belongs to the people, and the people could take it over if they decide to. Okay, but the powers that be, it would be the same thing as if they said, okay, if we're gonna catch you with expensive Bordeaux wine, you're gonna do two weeks or a slap on the wrist. But if we catch you with Colt 45. Yeah, right. Then you're going to do triple life because that's a different kind it's of the job. same as if you're if a felon. I, I and like we catch analogy. you with a gun. 
opposed to if you don't have a felony and we catch you with a gun. I'm just saying, like, it's the same fucking drug in a different format, and, and it's a format that only poor people can afford. Crack made white powder cocaine, only rich motherfuckers could afford that shit, right? And then they put it in the crack format so that you can get a 2010 whatever hit. Now, only people that can afford that are the inner city folks, and then that's who they lock up. Well, right. And uh, if you shoplift a can of booze, you can't own a gun. Right. How about that? Right. But the thing of it is, Joseph, is like it's it's a double edged sword or it's a it's a tricky issue to walk because on the one hand, like cause I'm in recovery. I'm not in recovery off of dry goods, I'm in recovery off of wet goods. Right? I got a I got since two thousand two. Okay? So Well, you're afraid of Bill W? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from two thousand two, right? I'm coming I'm up a, I'm a friend of Jimmy K. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the That's po- how we say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the point of the matter is, is like on the one hand, right, I totally want to ex- explain and show like, hey, the rules are stacked in such a way to make sure that certain types of people are going to prison and or feeding exactly. this system. Right. That's one thing. The flip side is I also want to say, like, listen, you also got to take care of yourself. If you're not if you're going to play the game, maybe, you know, maybe you don't know. I don't know. But. The only one that's going to help you, it's not going to be Uncle Sam. You got to confront the real truth of the matter and do whatever it takes to get yourself right. Hey, are you familiar with Ivan Bolsky? Uh, uh, Ivan Bolsky? No. He was a, he was a trader for uh, Lehman Brothers. Okay. Right? I know Lehman Brothers. Back in the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He got busted for fucking ins- insider trading. He made something like, Five billion dollars okay. on insider trading. Right. I have to say this was um, mid nineties, maybe. Mm. But I had just got busted, right? I got busted with fifteen hundred dollars worth of fucking uh, Levi's receiving. My homeboy was sick, and he goes, "Man, if you give me a ride, I'm, I'm gonna hit uh, these shops, beam, 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 run out some fucking uh, Levi's, and I'll give you half, right?" I said, okay, cool. I, all I have to do is drive, right? And I'm going to get half, right? And I know my, the homie's a good hustler, mm-hmm. right? Well, I told him, hey, if they come chasing after, don't run to the fucking car, man. Go go run the other way, and I'll, I'll pick your ass up. Mm-hmm. Of course, he ran to the car, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm sitting in the in, in the in West Court. This happened over there in, in uh, Garden Grove, so I'm hitting, sitting in West Court. And I had already been, ah, fuck. That was like my fourth time. I was out working on my fifth time. That had been my fifth term. And and here comes a fucking, uh, my public, public pretender. He wasn't a public defender. The motherfucker was a pretender. Right. And he comes at me <laughs> and he tells me, he tells me, well, the, the, this is a deal. You know, you got this prior, this prior, this prior, and then they just enacted 667 and blah, 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 blah for the second strike and the third mm-hmm. strike. That's when the, the third strike and the second, uh, uh, third strike lock came in, right? <clears throat> he goes, the deal is uh, 48 years, right? <laughs> Damn. I go, 48 years? Mm-hmm. Well, who the fuck did I kill? Mm-hmm. Right. right. Right? No, but that because of your priors and the and, and that's when the three strike just kicked in and, and 
And they were stacking all these fucking five-year fucking enhancements right. and whatever. Right? I bet you were criminal acts and all that shit. And that was for $1,500 worth of shit. Needless to say, I was in a happy camper. I'm going to walk my ass back to the fucking county. And I'm watching this fucking uh, uh, news of Ivan Bolsky. Ivan Bolsky, they broke his ass. All he had to do was pay, write a check for $3 billion to the government. He got to keep all his houses. Right. He got to keep all that, right? And they only gave him 18 months. So what's, the, what's the moral of that story? That if you got money... You don't it's have to do the time. Different rules for, for, for people who are rich. Right. Different rules. Different, complete, different fucking rules in the so-called land of the free and equal justice. I, re- I remember that guy stuck, that name stuck in my, my, my mind. Yeah. Because I got busted right when that shit went down. And, I, man, it was like, fuck, man. We really lived on Fucked up fucking system, man. Yeah, yeah, it's really fucked up. Right, that's Where, why. That's why they were saying the fucking justice and these motherfuckers are r- robbing people up, of their retirement and shit. Right. I ended up. Uh, I ended up on that time. That's the longest time I ever did. They gave me a six years with eighty. Right. And that was the deal. I whittled them down all the way. They weren't fucking. They 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 stayed at like fucking twenty for for a minute for like four or five months, man. <laughs> And I finally got, I don't know how in the fuck that happened. They said six years. I said, I jumped on it. I said, where do I sign? Right. Right? You know the deal. Yeah. You know, and I fucking. Take your wise good. Six was 80 because I fucking. Uh, and my fucked up mind was, okay, well, it's a lot better than where they started at. They yeah. started at. Right. But the my point, <laughs> that that's how the criminal justice system in the United States is, and particularly California. Did they offer it to you with the two strikes? And with the two strikes. Right. That's the setup, bro. Right. They get you to take that. Now all they got to do is get you on one violent. And they can get you on one violent inside. Absolutely. 100%. It's fucked and up. So, Punch somebody. And so fucking, uh, you know, that's uh, just going in and out, man. I think the last time I paroled was uh, I went in a bank. I'm not going to say which bank. And homie set it up. I went in the bank and I took. Uh, he he fixed it all up, fixed the tax records up, fixed everything up. We ended up getting two uh, credit cards that had a uh, that had a maxes of uh, ten G's each. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went in the bank because they thought I was a fucking uh, 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 a wholesaler of uh, janitorial products, and they gave me a. Thirty thousand in cash and and two twenty, two ten thousand dollar bank drafts. Talking about being so fucking scared, the homie set it up right. <laughs> I go in the bank in San Fernando. I'm not gonna say what. There's a, a bunch of in San Fernando. Sure. Right. And and uh, I walked in. <laughs> cool as fuck, man. With a tie, hmm. my cell phone to the side, yeah. fucking with some nice dockers, <laughs> nice shoes on. Right, Mr. Business. And, and I'm strung out, right? <laughs> so I told, hey, puto, you got to fucking get me loaded before we go, right? <laughs> right, right. 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 Just, uh, right. Get me oil, well before oil, I go. Right. Oil the gears. So I go in there, I'm a fucking, like, you know, I know what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You about this, to win. Like I do this every, every fucking day, day bro. Right. Oh, we've been going over your tax records, and you know everything's fine, and blah 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 blah, fine. <laughs> and then the moment of truth, she—they're going like that, bam, bam, bam. Go to the, go to the, 
Tell her. The teller. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. They're going <laughs> to get me. They're going to fucking yeah, get me. Right, right, right. So fucking, and right there, right over the teller is a fucking uh, camera, right? Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm right there, cool, calm, collected. <laughs> right? And she goes, well, how do you want it? Well, you know, like I do it every day. We'll take it in hundreds, right? <laughs> like usual. Like, like I do it every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> she counts out 30 Gs, right? And I go, yeah, can I get one of them bags, right? Mm -hmm. And she, then they gave me the two fucking, I had to sign for the two uh, bankrupts, right? So <clears throat> so I'm going out. Okay, here we go. If I get it, they're going to get me right now. I'm walking, cool. <laughs> I go out real cool. I pull out a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and the homies walk around. He's, he's parked like on the way on the other side of the building. I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm not looking back. I don't hear the, you know. You don't hear any footsteps. I don't hear, the, the, right. the, I yeah. don't hear none of that. Right. <laughs> so I'm fucking cool. I said, no way. So no I'm way. Going, right? and, and the homies still walk, parked a little way. So I said, I'm going to get this motherfucker, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I go on smoking the cigarette. I throw it aside. I look to the side. I don't see nothing. So I start walking fast, right? I start power walking, like I'm power walking. And then he's like part around the, what do you call it? And I acted, I ran to the fucking car. I said, come on, man. Let's go. Let's get go, out of here. Go. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. fool. Right? And he's the one that set the whole thing. I loved him to death. He's a good He's a good kid. Mm -hmm. I seen him when he was born. He's, he's got the rest of his soul. His dad was a childhood friend of mine. My homeboy, my homeboy. He said, what the fuck happened? I don't know. That fucking ID you gave me. Cause he, he fixed it. He had somebody. Uh, I don't know if I should. Well, it's already been on. He had somebody in the, D, uh, in the DMV yeah, that gave him a righteous fucking. Uh, uh, a real one. Uh, a fucking righteous uh, uh, driver's license with the fucking numbers on it. right? With the real one. I think he paid like three Gs for it from the from the lady that, that, that was doing it. Right? Mm -hmm. And put the the the. the the identity, the, the one that I was using, yeah. my picture on there, right? I, I was, I don't know, Juan fucking Gabriel or fucking, I don't know, whatever <laughs> the name Gabriel, was, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's how I got the fucking, the loan, right? So I, I got the fucking 30 large here, and I fucking, I got fucking uh, the two bank grass here, and I'm fucking fucking with them. I said, come on, fool, let's get the fuck out of here. They ain't some money. They ain't give me shit, motherfucker. You fucked up with it. Because he, <laughs> he, he wasn't too shaky about it. He, uh, he was too sure about the, the ID, ID right. the driver's license. Right. I said, why would you be? The, the, it, it's legit right out of the fucking DMV, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But he had, he had that uh, going on. So we're down the street, and I said, fucking, let's go, let's get out of here, let's get out of the fucking valley, let's go, wait till we get to fucking whatever, right? Right. Right, oh, man, I didn't. I knew, I knew it. He's going, now he's doubting, and he's going, I knew it, I knew it, right? Mm -hmm. He's doubting, and I said, I could have clipped his ass right, right there. Right, 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 right. Then I pull it out, and I go, bam. We go, oh, you motherfucker, man. All right. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> the fuck his ass for good. Yeah, good yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that kid's a good kid. He's one of my main supporters today, man. He's, 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 he's legit. He's everything. He's, he's, he's like, uh, but that's just one of the things we did, man. The, kid, the kid's a good kid. How did, let me ask you this then. Look, Joseph, how did you, so how did you begin to pull out of this lifestyle? Well, you got to remember. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, Joseph, Mr. Joseph, all due respect. I'm thinking, 
We should just have it. Joseph. Is it hard for you to come in and do the show? Is are, do you live far away? I live four miles away from him. Why don't we have? Why don't we just? Why don't we just settle it right here, mm-hmm. right? And say this is going to be a Joseph rise to glory story, right? Let's not. Fuck yeah, because I haven't got to that part yet. Right. We right now there's, there's we just a lot of details though. Though he's thinking I, of having you back. I'm thinking I want to have you come back and tell. I don't them, mind, brothers. I don't mind. I cause cause honestly, I like this. I like this. This is pure gold. When you with everything that you've said from the beginning, we cover politics. We covered the upbringing. We covered uh, a fucking tank. Okay, we but know, I want to know how this thirty thousand got spent. Though. All right, all right. How did the thirty thousand? And then I mean, we're gonna have you come back. Well, he, out, he got thirty thousand. Did you guys he, go buy? He an set it up. He set it up. It was his whole. What do you call it? Right, mm-hmm. it was his whole scam. See what happened. Joseph is a, is a righteous dude because I, he could have clipped him I, right there, and he would. fucking laid it out. Well, you for wouldn't him. be righteous if you did that. Oh, no, right. you know why? I'll tell you why. Mm. Uh, when my mom died, when my mom died, I was busted. I was in Donovan, right out ten days to the house, and uh, she lived out in Riverside, and everybody knew. She moved from my neighborhood to Riverside. Mm. She gave my sisters money. Go with God. But this house, my brother was doing 18 years at the time. Mm. God rest his soul. He's been gone for two years. He OD'd mm. in Santa Ana. After doing 18 straight. <laughs> How long was he out before he OD'd? Well, he's out for about five years, six okay. years. Okay, all right. All right. Still. Right? still struggling, wow. though. He was still yeah. struggling. Yeah. Um, they knew that house in Riverside was being my brother's. Right? Everybody knew. Right? So when I died, I'm going to die. When my mom died, I was busted. Man, I was so despondent. I was all fucked up. I tried to kill myself. Uh, I had cooked up a, a, a gram of heroin fucking in the morning. I was so despondent, man. I was so, my mom, man, that was my rock, man. She was, that lady. Never gave up hope on me, man. Mm-hmm. Just leave that fucking shit alone, man. You could do whatever you want to do. Just leave that shit alone, man. Mm-hmm. She always told me that, brothers. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. My mom always showed me unconditional love, man. Same here. Wow. Same here. She see me at my worst, my worst, my worst, and she's. Still didn't give up hope on me, man. Mm. <sighs> yep. Mm. My mom, she never gave hope on me, man. Mm. She never, like, visited me in prison because she said that she didn't bring me in this world to go see me locked up like an animal. Man. All the time I've been to prison, she never went. I came home, man. I fucking bawled like a little boy, man. Fucking wailing. Wailing. I remember that day, man. Fucking wailing, man. Like fucking. My heart was ripped. Mm. That night I went and bought a fucking grab. And I fixed it. Fucking. I woke up in the morning, man, with the outfit still in my arm. Fuck. And 
and it was still dope in the fucking. I didn't do. I was crying so hard. I guess man, I didn't do it right. You broke. I didn't. Heart. I didn't cook it all. Your broken heart saved you. I didn't cook it all. We went and buried my mom, and and after that, I I fucking went on a wild one. My mom was old school. She was from the, the depression. One day she had told me, man, I was strung out. I was like, she knew I was strung out. She didn't believe in banks, and she had like seven G's in a fucking little, little, she, I don't know the fuck she found out beyond me. She had the medicine cabinet, and she knew there was, there was screws, and she learned how to take the screws off, and there was a, you know how the, the wood, the, you have the, 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 16 inches apart, studs. Uh, right. the studs, yeah, right? But then the fire block, there was a, like a little fire block, right? And it fit perfect over the fucking medicine cabinet. I don't know how the fuck she figured that out. She put her money right there. Mm. And I remember the day she told me, man. You know, I, I flashed back on, on a lot of this time, man. I think she knew, but she didn't want to tell me that right. she, something was wrong. Because she ended up having to uh, cancel the brain when they found out. It was, it was, she was beyond, uh, uh, they only had given her two months or a month. Right. That day she told me about the money, man. I didn't want her, I told her, because I was already strung out. I told her, I didn't want to know. I don't want to know, ma. And she slapped the shit out of me. I think I was almost 50. And she slapped the shit out of me. She said, no, in case you're emergency, your mama's, uh, uh, you have to pay the bills and all that. I didn't trust myself then. But she showed me. So when I got out, and 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 uh, that night I almost tried to kill my fucking self. I went straight to the medicine cabinet because I knew that money was still there, right? And I unhooked it. I pulled it out. I went on a wild one. They caught me like six months, seven months later. You ever see? Picture this. You ever see them Pinchi uh, uh, concentration camp? The the Hitler during Hitler yeah, era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they came in. That's how I look when they got me. Uh, Skeletor. All, all emaciated. Like that. Mm-hmm. Been on a good one. I think uh, when I weighed in over there at the county in, in Riverside, I weighed in at 123. Mm-hmm. Shit. Fuck. Right? Yeah. So during that time when they caught me, six months later, my sister went in, forged the, the deed of the house. Mm-hmm. Right? And and uh, the little brother I did that for the to go to the bank. He's a realtor, right? I was busted due to violation. I don't know how much fucking time it was, six months or whatever. After that time, they 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 caught me where I weighed one hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, my sister, I guess she figured this was the right time to fucking. Uh, Get it while I was busted. I've seen it. So before. she went and fucking forged my mom's uh, name. Name. Signature, yeah. And she was trying to sell it out there in Riverside. Well, my little homie lives over here in, 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 in Stanton, right? Yeah. He found out. Because his mom, his mom and, and my sister were best of friends at that time, right? Mm. He found out that she's trying to fucking sell the house. And that, and that. And and his mom 
no knew the whole story that that house was supposed to be buying, right? And they they knew that she did something fucked up with the with the deed, right? right. So she told her son to go over there and investigate. Because uh, Joseph was busted, right? And he did. And uh, she told him, no, this is my house, blah, blah, blah. And his mom had told him the story. No, that's not her house. Man. She did whatever she did and blah, 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 right? So he ended up he ended up uh, uh, looking out for me, man. Did they sell and, the house or and, no? And this is how he, how he did it. Because she had forged it and because it was legally in her name, he did this. He got hired on as a realtor. Right, mm -hmm. she signed all these power attorneys. She signed all these documents, right? Mm -hmm. And during the conference, while they were having, she's telling, "Well, how much do you think I get? You know, for this house? And this this before the uh, 2007. It took a before real estate that. took a shit right. Right? bubble burst. Right, right around at four three months. Uh, there was a uh, before the it it took a shit right. Yep, that's when they sold the house. <clears throat> I think they got uh, we got. 4.30 or whatever it was. Well, we went six ways. We ended up getting... Uh, but this is what he said. This is how he worked her. He worked her and blah, blah, blah. She signed over and blah, 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 blah. And then she said, well, how much... She said, well, how much you think I get for this house? And, blah, blah. and he goes, well... He goes, 4.30, six ways. And she goes, six ways? Down on I get all that money. She told him. He goes, no, you don't. What about what about Joe? My little brother's doing... Uh, uh, He's doing uh, 25 to life because he's under three strikes. What about him? What about your, your sister? No, no, no. This is all mine. He goes, no. And she tells her, no. No. You, you're going to go six ways. She goes, well, no. Then you can't be my uh, uh, my realtor. I said, hold on. You sign papers. Right? So now, because I think this is a document forged, I'm going to report it to the, to the, the, to the, Probate, right? Probate, mm -hmm. yeah. And they're going to investigate. And guess what? That's going to be stuck in for in probate for two, three years, four years, baby. Easily. Right? Easily. So if you do it my way, she, he, he, said, he told her, you get your money real quick, and you have to go six ways, and you go your merry way. And that's how he did it. He looked out for me. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's Steve? dope. Now, that's looking out. So, so when he wants me to go do this thing... At the for the bank, he's the one that did that for me, right? I said, "All right, just give me five G's." I told him, right, right, and 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 because he did that for me, right, 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 right. and that's why I did it. That's how that came about. I did that. Sean, play play the wrap up. Uh, I think we need to end it there. Well, yep. You need to come back, my friend. Yeah, we're because gonna, we're, uh, we're, all we're, honesty, sir. Yeah, so that, we got to the whole dope thing. Right. How much gets out? Does that lick? And that's where we're going to pick up the next show. You're going to take us from there through your process. Man. I, I mean, I want to say just right now, man, and we've had a lot of guests on the show, and this is no disrespect to them, but I just want to say I'm really honored and touched that you came on here and shared your story, your heart. I mean, your your feelings about your mom and how much you you yeah, she meant man. to you that moved me, brother. Yeah. That really moved me, and I appreciate that. Yeah, man. That lady never gave up hope on me, man. No. Mm. Well, that's part one. Right. Joseph Valdez. 
Valadez, V-A-L-A-D-E-Z. Valadez, excuse me. Valadez. <laughs> Keep that right. Right. You have any shout-outs till your next time on? You have any shout-outs for anybody out there? Joseph? I want to shout-out to my uh, my little homie Bobby, man. Well, well, Love you, well. kid. Yeah. Look. That's right. Yeah. Well. Okay. How else, hey, um, is there anything that anybody, are you, are you, do you have a business or anything that you're, you're pushing or you want anybody to buy? Nah, man, I'm just waiting right now. I'm waiting to see if I can accept the master's program. Hey, you need yeah. a letter of recommend, hey, you need a letter of recommendation from an attorney, graduate from Berkeley. You fucking, I see that. Hey. The, hit, the waves. Hit me up, brother. I'll, I'll the be, waves? That's, I'll, is that your, the, that's Pepperdine. Pepperdine Laws, the waves, Berkeley's, the bears. But I am Pepperdine Law, undergraduate Berkeley, master's from UCLA. Oh, uh, Berkeley, right? Yeah. The you ever see? Uh, you ever see behind the the stadium, the all the houses? The, oh yeah! Hill? Oh, for sure. There's a state park up there. Yeah, I've been to. I've been through all that. And how do you think I know that? How do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know that? Well, this is this is how I went. <laughs> I, I went level one. Level two, level three, uh, Corcoran Shoe, Corcoran, Lancaster, Ironwood, Camp. Got it. That's my adventures. There you go. Yeah. Steve, what do you got? I just got a WWW, <laughs> Supermax, hardware.com, pass a visit. Right. Uh, Shout out to Esteban Oriol, Soul Assassin, Cities of Santa Monica, mm-hmm. the Vibes family, the Cookies family. Right. Roll Aids. Shout out. Roll Aids. And um, 7-Eleven Executive Brand Coffee. I love it. Oh, Blue Eyes. Sean at HardLuckShow.com. All right. And uh, Ovanda Bowen, LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. You got the red power behind you if you hire this firm. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to some of our uh, listeners because mm-hmm. they were in, do. they were done. Listen, Emory twenty three, what's up? Adam Dare, what's up? I uh, remember Adam Dare. Adam Dare's my boy. Yeah, uh, Funk Machine sixty two, say hello to Funk Machine sixty one <laughs> for us. Darth Omar, Tinu Coz, Mister G Tusaves, Martin eight twenty three, Orange County sixty six, Chicano eighty five, Games three two three. Everybody's down. Listen, spread it to your friends. Let's stop the bullshit. Let's just cut the fucking bullshit and like really learn something in this fucking world. All right, that's all Please. I got. Please, like we do about this time. Hasta la vista. Adios. <laughs> Come on, now that's what I call the hard luck show. Hard luck. Hard rock, hard luck, hard time. Indians up in here.